Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, August 28th, 2023. It's your daily crypto news. My name is Matt, and do me a favor, wherever you're listening to this, if there's a rating system and a comment system, leave those for me. Tell everybody that this is a great place to get your daily crypto news. Speaking of daily crypto news, let's get straight into it. The top story today is about Pepe Coin, and I think it's a very interesting story, story because of the way it's being covered. First, obviously, uh, you know Pepe, it was the biggest meme coin in the 2023 bear market, and the news and the narrative is that it's been officially rugged, and I don't know about that. So last week, if you guys remember, people on Twitter caught 16 trillion Pepe tokens worth around $16 million being sold on various centralized exchanges like Binance, Bybit, KuCoin, and OKX. Pepe's market cap plummeted around $100 million, or 26%, to a low of around $315 million. It has recovered since then. We'll go into the prices later in the episode, as always. But, you know, the TLDR about what happened was a few team members went rogue, sent around $16 million of Pepe, or $15 million, $15 million in high change, around 60% of the team's supply to their own wallets, and then dumped it. They gave the remaining wallet in Twitter control back to one of the founders, and it's the guy who tweeted the whole report about what's happening with Pepe. He promised that it's in good hands now. So what happened with this wallet is that it's a multi-sig wallet, and one of the things of a multi-sig wallet is that multiple parties must sign off before any transactions from the wallet is made. Apparently, some of these people who dumped this Pepe coin, this Pepe token, they changed some of the parameters of the multi-state wallet from five out of eight people to sign it. So basically, you needed five people out of eight people to sign the wallets to be able to transfer and sell to only two. So basically, they went in there, two out of eight, they signed the transactions, sent them to exchanges, dumped the tokens. Now, the wallet still holds around 10.697 trillion Pepe, worth around $10 million. And here's why I'm really curious. Everybody's calling this a rug, and this is why I said at the beginning that the reporting of this is kind of weird. Because, yeah, founders had some tokens in the founder wallets. 
the multi-sig, they changed the parameters. It looks like there was some shady business going on. Apparently, there was a lot of arguing and strife within Pepe with the founders for a long time. This is nothing new. And it looks as though some of them said, I'm out selling it. They're multimillionaires now, and they're walking away. But they didn't rug everything. Look, you had 10.697 trillion Pepe worth $10 million still in the wallet. If you really rugged it, you would have rugged everything. And so they really didn't want it to die. They just wanted to get out, it seems like. So it wasn't a rug, in my opinion. And also, when you rug something, I mean, when you really rug something, you take this down to zero. And we've seen this multiple times. You sell so many tokens, you kill the liquidity. There's a back door that you enter and you just rug everybody. I don't think this was a rug. And even though the media is really fudding this out and really putting this out there like everybody got rugged with Pepe, it is still there. There's still somebody that's holding tokens. The people who took the tokens didn't take all the tokens. They transferred the Twitter controls back to that one person, left them the tokens, and said, hey, I hope everything works out well for you. So I would be very cautious to call this a rug. It might not be savory. Yes, it dumps about a lot of value because of people were concerned. There's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt around Pepe. But it didn't kill the token. Anyway, we'll see how this rolls out in the future. But so far, I'm going to be cautious calling this a rug. It's unfortunate, maybe some internal strife, but it wasn't a rug. Talking about more internal fuckery, basically this sounds like a lot of people that just didn't know how to run a simple business. I don't know if it's a simple business, but just didn't know how to run a business. We're talking about Prime Trust today, and they are filing for bankruptcy. They're trying to get bankruptcy protections, and this filing reveals a cascade of failures. And we're talking about irresponsible spending. We're talking about misjudging the summer 2022 crypto markets implosion. We're talking about getting locked out of their own cryptocurrency wallet. These are only some of the missteps that the court filing showed when they're filing for the bankruptcy protection, and they meaning Prime Trust. Now let's go over some of these so-called failings. The company's previous leadership doubled down on spending at a time when revenues were strained. For example, Prime Trust spent around $10.5 million in October against revenues of $3.1 million. We're talking about losing $7 million. Okay, if you had some money in the bank, you might have to run out of loss. Well, it doesn't seem like that's the case because a month later, they spent more money, $11.1 million. Another loss of eight point four. Why are you doing this? Well, they also sent $6 million of clients' funds and $2 million of their own treasury to Terra Luna before it collapsed losing more money. Oh, and by the way, they could not access their wallet with all of their crypto. On June 28th of 2023, Arkham tweeted, a wallet with a token portfolio with over $45 million, 95% in ETH, is a prime trust legacy wallet and is currently inaccessible to their team. And this is matching the court filing. So what had happened was, is they started using one wallet as a custodial service, moved it to another custodial service, and they messed up, locking in or essentially burning $45 million worth of their hodlings. That's not it. Allegedly, certain company employees began using fiat currencies from its clients' accounts, we've heard that before, to purchase ETH, and met withdrawal requests from December 2021 to March of 2022, using over $76 million of client funds to fund them. Well, on June 27th, Nevada regulators moved to shut down Prime Trust a day after they learned the company owed massive debts in fiat and cryptocurrencies to clients. Officials said that Prime Trust owed more than $85 million in fiat, with only about $2.9 million on hand. And when we're talking about cryptocurrencies, they owed around $69.5 million, with a little over $68.6 million on hand. They're screwed, and now they're looking for bankruptcy protection. 
let's just call this what it is. This is a very big, a very major theme in the crypto space. So if we're going to go into another bull, if we're going to go into, if anybody's listening to this in general and they're going to invest in any crypto company, let's just be completely honest with ourselves. There's a lot of people that are good in marketing, a lot of people that understand how to make a product. If it's an NFT product or some kind of stupid game or, or anything that touches crypto, there's a very good chance that FOMO took over. They raised a lot of capital. There's a, a lot of people in crypto investing, Web3 investing, that are just putting seed money in there or Series A money to hopefully get the next best thing. And basically, they're spraying and praying when it comes to showering these companies with capital. And most of these companies just have a bunch of immature people that don't know how to run a business, don't know the basics of business, don't know the basics of honestly anything, probably has not even managed their own checking account properly. And you see the end result. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another thing that's been dropping today is friend.tech. The revenues dropped around 95% as the hype cools. It peaked at around $840,000 on August 21st. And today it's around $80,500. Who would have thought that was a flash in the pan? PayPal stablecoin PYUSD faces low demand, according to this headline, which I think is also misleading. Uh, payments giant PayPal, as you guys know, launched a new stablecoin about a week, a week and a half ago or so. And they say in this headline, in this news story, it has failed to gain traction. At DeFi Moon tweeted this, Problem, nobody wants to mint PYUSD because there's not much to do with it. And it doesn't pay any interest. So again, let me just back away from this story and just look at it and go, this product has been out for a week. What do you really want it to do? This is the problem with the crypto space. This is the problem we're talking about with all these different projects that come out that, you know, play off of FOMO, gets mass injections of capital, and then either rugs or they don't know how to run a business because everybody wants the next best thing now. Look, I don't know if this is going to fail. I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know, but it's going to take more than a week. This next article is from Decrypt, and I think it's actually very interesting. USDC market cap plummets to two-year low, and there's some reasons why. As we know, looking at the market cap, it's just hovering around $26 billion, and that's a far cry from the $56 billion market cap last June. Tom Wan of 21 Shares says the key reason that USDC hasn't recovered from the banking crisis is because USDT has lower volatility compared to USDC. And the banking crisis didn't affect USDT much. And that's because Circle was dealing with some of the banks that had problems back, you know, a couple months ago. And that was Silvergate or SVB. And so I think they had around $3 billion locked with that. It really messed with USDC's stability of their stablecoin. And so maybe people went to the USDT. This is a possibility. 
The second reason is from Blue Chip's chief economist, Garrett Jones. And he said holding USDC now is giving up a safe 4 to 5% per year. And people are figuring out that high rates of bank accounts and certificates of deposit will likely stick around well into 2024. Basically, he's saying you can buy T-bills, you can put your money into a saving account right now and get anywhere from 4 to 5%. There are plenty of savings accounts where you just put your cash, your fiat, right into a bank account, right into a savings account, and get 42 44 4.5, 4.8, some up even 5% per year APY, just having the cash. Even the Apple card, Apple, they rolled out with a 4.2 or a 4.4% APY to put money in there. So look, you don't really need to hold anything right now. You're actually, that's the safest thing you can do is either get these T-bills or just put your money in the bank. However, if you do have USDC, you can get 4.6% if you huddle it in Coinbase. So with the current inflation rate of about 3.1, you're getting 4.5, 4.6%. You're making 1 point something percent on your money. Let's call it a happy day. Now, the CEO and founder of Wintermule, he said that USDC is used for dry powder on DeFi, while Tether is used for collateral. So it makes sense that USDC is going down while Tether is sort of staying the same. So there's a couple reasons why USDC's market cap is going down and Tether is staying the same. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Bookings at today in Web3.com. Now let's look at those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. It's funny. I thought today was going to be a short show. The time is 11.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greeds at 35. Fearful, barely. Bitcoin sitting at $26,125, up 0.2% in 24, while Ethereum's at $1,653, up 0.1%. Tether's number three. Binance is at 217, up 0.2, and XRP is at 51.9, down 1.6. Rounding off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, Doge, Solana, and Tron. The total market cap is pretty much even throughout the weekend at 1.05 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 48.3 and an ETH dominance of 18.9, and the 24 hour volume is up 53%. I don't know why the volume fluctuates so much. What is being traded? back and forth i'm gonna get to the bottom of that what is causing these massive fluctuations anyway until i get to the bottom of that or until tomorrow happy hodling y'all